welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, the number one best-selling author of Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach, Evolutionary Healer, Navigating the Clickety-Clack, How to Have a Peace-Filled Life in a Seemingly Toxic World, and my latest number one bestseller internationally, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, where you learn how to harness your sensitivity gifts and harness it into a superpower. So if you're a highly sensitive person, who I call a sensitive soul, you can get my free Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide at SensitiveSoulGuide.com and learn the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power so you can have the life of your dreams and fulfill your mission. My passion is to help you shine your light so together we can pull the world out of darkness. Thanks so much for being here. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and feel free to also share it with others. So today I'm super excited because I have a special guest on today who's going to be talking about CBD and CBG. And you may be wondering, Dr. Karen, what's CBG? And I'd be saying, good question. <laughs> and that's why I have the expert on the show today. Um, how I found out about this particular company. Now, some of you know that I'm a retired acupuncturist. And, um, you know, I used to prescribe, you know, different herbal remedies. Uh, but I wasn't really like not like your traditional TCM practitioner because I'm a medical doctor. So there were some Western-type supplements I would prescribe and various different things. And um, I, I did have one brand of um, CBD, energy of CBD that I was recommending in the office. And then one day I went to the grocery store, the natural food grocery store, and um, I thought, oh, isn't this cute? It's a heart and it's got CBD in it and it's a, it's a chocolate heart. And I thought, well, I'm going to you know, give that to my husband. And then I saw another bar. I said, well, you know, I might as well get him the bar, right? It's a bigger bar, more CBD. He'll really love it. So I come home and, of course, James devours it. He absolutely loves it. He goes, whoa, I can feel this. I said, well, how come you don't, you know, you, you didn't try the, the other CBD stuff I got? And he goes, eh, I don't know. It didn't really do anything for me. I said, really? And he goes, yeah, I don't think it's strong enough. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So then what happened the next day is he bought, I think, five chocolate bars at $20 a piece that week. And I said, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't really think you should be eating a bar, that huge bar of chocolate every single day just because you love the CBD. Let me see who makes the CBD, right? So then I find out it's Elmore Mountain Therapeutics from Vermont. Hey, I'm like, whoa, this is local. This is really great. And uh, so I thought, well, you know, let's get some into the office. Let's try it out with my patients. And so we got some. My husband absolutely loves it. And he's like, this is great. And of course, we didn't spend as much money buying all that chocolate, made my own chocolate uh, with it. And then my patients really loved it as well. And I was like, oh, this is really great. So not that long ago, I got an alert that there was something called CBG, not just CBD, but CBG. And it has some pretty amazing properties as well. And I thought, okay, now it's time. I've got to connect with Ashley Reynolds from Elmer Mountain Therapeutics to talk about this because I want to understand the science of CBD and CBG, like what it is and why we should pay it, be a you know, pay attention to the CBG. Um, and then there's some other companies that are touting benefits of nano CBD and different things like what's the difference between this product, which we obviously love, versus some of the other products that are out there. And maybe there's some people that shouldn't be using CBD or CBG. We want to know who those people are, if there are any, any contraindications. And then, um, you know, how soon can people get beneficial results and what kind of beneficial results are there? Like, is there results on pain relief or insomnia, or anxiety. Um, so we want to know the gamut of what people have been experiencing. So I wanted to bring you a company that I trust, and you know, um, 
you know, the, the person in charge, I trust, as well. And that's why we have uh, Ashley Reynolds here today with us. She's a cannabis entrepreneur, if you will, mother of two. Um, she found the healing properties of CBD when battling postpartum anxiety in 2016 and because finding relief from her symptoms. Um, but there was not a lot of education or advocacy for women in the cannabis space. She decided to fuel her passion and purpose, start her own cannabis company. So she's all about safety, education, transparency, empowerment. Um, and that was the four pillars of building her Elmer Mountain Therapeutic CBD company. Now heading into her fourth year in business, this TED Talk presenter, Vermonter feminist and messenger of wellness, is here to discuss everything from the endocannabinoid system, dosing, clinical research, and more. So without further ado, welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm super excited that you're here, and um, and I have to say, just a little giddy about the whole, you know, you're a TED Talk presenter, you're local, I mean, you're just like a skip, you know, a, a skip hop and jump away from Lake Placid where I am, and so proud that, mm -hmm. um, you know, you won an award for a female entrepreneur in Vermont, so congratulations. That's right. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so important to me. It's so, mm -hmm. like, the ability to collaborate with other women and other women healthcare providers. I mean, it's just, you know, the wind in my sail anytime I think I can't do this anymore because it's hard running a cannabis business in an industry yeah. that is brand new um, that, yeah, I continue to be inspired by the women that I get to collaborate with all the time. So thank you. You being one of them. So thank you so much. Aww. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Um, well, we would love to know, like, kind of your story. We talked a little bit about it. I just kind of summarized it. Um, but yeah, tell us about this whole, you know, postpartum, you know, anxiety that you felt. What was it like, and 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 how did you get into the whole CBD thing? Yeah, in 2016, I had just had my second child, and I was headed back to work as a dental hygienist, and was experiencing, you know that deep, deep feeling of doom or what we know as anxiety um, and that little warning sign of not sleeping, um, mm -hmm. even though obviously I had just had a, this baby and was running after a toddler um, and I was breastfeeding and I had zero appetite. So I had basically the trifecta of what I know now to be endocannabinoid deficiency that occurred as a result of two huge influxes in hormones and lifestyle changes and sleep patterns as a result of having two children. So I came back to work, basically a shell of myself. My family was like, we can't go on like this. Mm. I can't go on like this. And I was looking for a natural alternative. I wanted to continue breastfeeding. I didn't know if I wanted to have more children. And I really was afraid of the reflex, um, you know, the reflex that can happen as a, as a result of going off of antidepressants or going off of, you know, benzos. And I was like, you know, all of that just really freaks me out. And the more research I did about pharmaceuticals, the more I was like, there's really only a 2% effective rate here. And mm -hmm. many of these people are reporting that that was a placebo effect. So I was really not convinced the pharmaceuticals were the way to go. Um, so I came back to work and, you know, call it a higher power, call it the universe. I had a patient, a dental patient come in and wrote anxiety in their chart, but didn't have any medications. I also found out this patient split their time between Oregon and Vermont. And so he told me all about CBD and not just about CBD, but about quality assurance. 
being from Vermont, I'm not unfamiliar with cannabis. There's a robust agricultural market here. Um, but THC actually had an adverse reaction to me. So I really didn't see cannabis as an alternative for me. Then I heard about CBD. He told me about this brand that touts quality assurance, which in 2016 was a very primitive type of lab result. But nonetheless, it did verify the potency and purity of the product. And then in 2016, really what was only available on these websites, although very primitive websites as well, was anecdotal evidence, which is really tricky and continues to have a dark umbrella over the cannabis industry, is that rather than actually saying this is clinical evidence, even doctors, even clinical research that's being done in Israel that is legal and federally funded, we still have to call it anecdotal evidence. So I'm reading through all of these testimonials. Sounds like this is a really, these people are experiencing what I'm experiencing. They're having relief like I'm craving. And like many of us who try CBD for the first time at 1 o'clock in the morning, me being wide awake, I was like, I'm just going to do it. You know, what do I have to lose? And so it came, and I took it that night. I thought that the best the best way for me to um, really test it is if it could help me sleep or not. So I took it that night, and I slept. And then I took it the next night, and I slept. Took it the next night, and I slept. And that went on for two weeks before I was, like, feeling like I was, like, getting away with something in a weird way. I was, like, I felt <laughs> like I, like, knew this secret. And, like, I was finding relief. And, I mean, like, you know, like many of you who have tried CBD for the first time, you know, it takes a lot of courage to get to that point and then to try it. And then when you do finally feel relief from your endocannabinoid system deficiency symptoms, you're like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, that was a big watershed moment. And then because I come from a healthcare mind and a mother mind, I had other girlfriends who I knew had young children who I knew you know, we're probably experiencing the same thing I was, at least to some extent. And so I started talking about it and felt like that was sort of a therapy for me. But in doing so, it opened up a floodgate of stories of women being like, I thought I was the only one. And you have that feeling in your stomach like I do. I wake up and I feel this thing in my chest and I don't know why. I don't know why I have racing thoughts at night. I don't know why I'm thinking about conversations I had two days ago. I'm thinking about conversations I haven't even had yet while I'm trying to fall asleep. Like what is going on? And so the more I talked about it, the more it just was getting echoed back to me. So for a short period of time, I was kind of like a rep, not, not officially, but I was touting this brand <laughs> in Colorado talking about quality assurance. And after about a month of that, I went to my husband and I said, you know, I got to, I got to do this. I just really felt the call that I needed to take it a step further. So we founded Elmer Mountain Therapeutics in May of 2017 and started renting out um, restaurants here in Stowe after hours and basically hosting these glorified Tupperware parties that were all about education for CBD Everybody bought CBD once they left the party, and then it just grew word of mouth. And it wasn't sold on retail shelves, so, you know, that wasn't even a thought in my mind to pitch, you know, whole food stores and so forth like it is now. Um, so it was really like one by one by one building this army of Canna experts that were creating these really conscious consumers. Because prior to CBD, even for me being from Vermont and being you know, a cannabis user, at least recreationally, I wasn't asking my friend how they grow, grew the plant. You know, I wasn't asking those questions that are really important to me for my food, 
sourcing and my supply chain for the food that I eat and provide for my family, why wasn't I adapting that same set of culture and same set of rules for cannabis? And so really it was a combination of all those things coming together that I was like, I just have to be the beacon for people and tell them it's okay and basically help them give themselves permission. And now to see it in 2020 and we were deemed essential, an essential business um, through COVID-19 and beyond that, that was like, you know, a huge moment for our industry Mm. that we're being federally validated that we have a therapeutic benefit to this world and it's worth talking about and we should really stop stigmatizing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you for that story. That is amazing. Well, I'm curious as to like, did you have a thought of, oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, have my own business and distribute somebody else's stuff versus I'm going to grow and my, obviously the second option is a lot more work. <laughs> so where, where mm-hmm. did your decision making come in there? Like, Yep. So we started sourcing from Colorado mostly because of product liability insurance and quality assurance testing. And I knew as a mom in a small town and a healthcare provider um, that I, you know, everybody knows my name. Everybody knows my face. I am a trusted healthcare provider. And if I was going to potentially leave my medical (laughs) license for endorsing Mm. cannabis, I needed to show my whole entire community that this stuff is for real and the quality is there and the science is there and the sourcing is there. And so, I, you know, I took, took a big gamble on it, but um, chose a brand in Colorado in May of 2017, 2017 and then the hemp industry like blew up in Vermont. And by the fall of 2017, we were, our phone was just ringing off the hook of farmers being like, I know how to grow, but I don't know how to grow a brand what do I do? And we were like, well, we have the brand, you have the source, like, why don't we just combine forces? And so fall of 2017, we started a stringent testing program, mostly looking for compliant crops, because again, back then, the genetics were not as defined, they weren't as um, stable. And so we didn't see a lot of really compliant, meaning the THC level was under Um, 0.3%. So that was a little tricky. But nonetheless, there was so much hemp being grown here that it did not make sense for us, A, to continue sourcing from Colorado and B, growing it ourselves. So we created a network of farms and we still work with that same network of farms. And um, our supply chain is super short. We source mostly from the county that we live in. Our extraction facility is here because as that the industry grew, more extraction labs came online. Um, so it really, if you want to call it luck or if you just want to call it, you know, Mother Cannabis was shining down on me, was really <laughs> a whole group of people who had the same interest um, of being of an authentic integrated mindset, but one that really comes from quality. And so we were the brand that was touting quality, the farms that were wanting to practice organically, the lab that wanted to practice using CO2 and ethically, it all just kind of snowballed together. And so it was really only nine months from starting the company um, that we were able to source everything 100% from Vermont, including our carrier oil, the hemp seed oil. Wow, wow, amazing. Yeah, and now that's, and we've continued that. So we exclusively source from Vermont. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so, so cool. So for folks that um, are pretty new in even researching, you know, CBD, um, we would love to know, like, what, 
uh, what first of all, what is CBG and CBD, mm-hmm. and why should mm-hmm. we pay attention to either of them for any health benefits at all? Since you're kind of a science nerd like I am, maybe you could cover um, some of the benefits and science of, of these uh, chemicals, so to speak, or natural chemicals. Great. So real quick, I'm just going to do a quick and dirty 101 on the endocannabinoid system. So in 1992, the endocannabinoid system was discovered kind of by accident when scientists were trying to understand the psychoactive properties of THC. And in the quest to try to understand THC, an entirely new physiological process was discovered in the human body. And basically, um, the endocannabinoid system, or the ECS, has a unique network of receptors Um, and we make the compounds in our bodies naturally that fit into those receptors to create balance. Um, So the discovery of these receptors resulted in the uncovering of these natural occurring neurotransmitters called endocannabinoids. So endo meaning made from within. Okay, so then take that a little bit step further, and we know that the cannabis plant has a similar compound as these endocannabinoids, but called phytocannabinoids. And they mimic these naturally occurring endocannabinoids in our system. Um, So yeah, real quick, endo meaning within, phyto meaning coming from a plant. Mm -hmm. So then if we want to take that a step further, these endocannabinoid receptors live in every single cell of our body. Wow. And like, if you really want, I know, like that is the part where I don't think people truly understand that a little tiny balancing machine lives in every cell of our body. And that whole mother, you know, that mother system that is overseeing all of the balance of your respiratory system and your cardiovascular system and your circulatory system and your endocrine system, like all of that is being overseen by the endocannabinoid system. Well, and there's not that Bonkers. many things in the body, <laughs> uh, my understanding. Of course, I, you know, I was trained in Western medicine, so, so there are a lot of holes, you know, <laughs> that we have in uh, conventional medicine. But, you know, I heard that there were vitamin D receptors, um, you know, in every single cell of the body and, and then this. Uh, but there's not a lot of things we can say that about, you know, in terms of right. receptors in every single cell in the body. It's, it's, and that we make the perfect thing that, you know, is supposed to counteract any sort of dysregulation in the body. And so, as we know, you know, we have external factors, we have genetic factors, hormonal factors, dietary factors that contribute to our bodies getting out of balance, sometimes unknowingly being subjected to these toxins. But we're sensitive beings, as you know, and many of your lovely followers understand that um, being sensitive and getting these messages of your body of dysregulation, like that's what your body is supposed to be doing. It's just a matter of if we listen to them or not. Mm-hmm. And so um, what's really just neat about the ECS is that, um, you know, it is adaptable. So we have these phytocannabinoids. And cannabis is not the only place that phytocannabinoids are found. It's just one of the highest concentrated amount of these phytocannabinoids. And it'd be one thing if these cannabinoids, these phytocannabinoids, CBD, just came into the body and just like took over and like it was a one-stop shop. But it does two things. It boosts your naturally occurring endogenous cannabinoids. So the two that we know the most about are anandamide, which is what we call the bliss molecule, and 2-AG, which is not as fancy. But these two endogenous cannabinoids are circulating the system when we are living in a harmonious state. So we're exercising and we're eating right and we're meditating and we're lowering stress and 
we're getting enough sleep and we're reducing caffeine and we're not eating sugar, all those things which I personally don't do many of those things. And so I'm in a dysregulation as a result of my lifestyle and a, most, a result of many of us in our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not producing enough anandamide and I'm not producing enough 2-AG. And so CBD or these phytocannabinoids boost anandamide and 2-AG and add an additional supplementation to our CB1 and our CB2 receptors. So it's this beautiful, like, time release, but only when you really need it and only when your body, like, totally intuitively knows when it needs it. So for people out there that say, I've tried CBD and it didn't do anything for me, you know, that can be a result of two different things. One is if you live a healthy lifestyle and you're producing enough anandamide and 2-AG, why would you feel any different when you supplement? And then mm. the other thing is that it is just crappy CBD and it's, you know, there's a lot of like, ineffective <laughs> CBD because we're not regulated. And so how, how would you know? And so that's coming, but, and we can go down that rabbit hole. But, um, but yeah, I mean, phytocannabinoid therapy is such a wonderful first wave of resetting your body. I'm not saying that that is the cure for everything, and I'm not saying that that is the end of anybody's wellness journey. It's just the best way, in my opinion. Again, I own this company, but research really <laughs> suggests that this is the best way, you know, other than doing these huge lifestyle changes for most of us. If you're not willing to consistently do those lifestyle changes, CBD can be such a nice way to reset the balancing abilities of your body that it naturally already knows how to do. It's just forgotten how to do or it's just been in dysregulation for so long that it can't do it. Mm. Well, you know, what's really interesting is that a lot of things like in, in medicine, um, for example, well, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, your research on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications and the side effects of those. And, and you know, when you suddenly get off of them, you know, the withdrawal is like more horrible sometimes mm. than the illness itself, and in my experience, and, uh, you know, with, with patients. Um, is that oftentimes when you give a substance that one has a receptor for, the the body's own production of that thing, hormone, neurotransmitter, goes down, not up. It goes mm. down. Mm-hmm. So we, we give a mm. serotonin reuptake inhibitor, um, you know, medication, and the receptors go, oh, there's a lot more serotonin around here, so you don't need me. <laughs> and then they mm-hmm. kind of take off, and they, they're not there. Whereas what you were saying is that when you use, CBD and, and in this endocannabinoid system that we all have naturally in our bodies is that it doesn't decrease our own quote unquote mm-hmm. you know uh, you know mm-hmm. I can't say those two names of the, <laughs> those compounds but but, it, but, it let, actually but let me be cl- yes and let me be clear if CBD is the only lifestyle change that you do obviously when you go off of it, your endocannabinoid system deficiency systems are going to come back. If, you take, if you're taking CBD and you're changing your lifestyle, mm. you probably can find that you don't have to take it every day and that you probably could wean yourself off of, a, off of it significantly if you are keeping up with a good diet and low stress and sleep, adequate sleep. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that's a really good point. But I think some people just inadvertently may be worried about taking something like CBD and going, well, that's going to decrease my own production of whatever, mm. you know. And what you're mm-hmm, saying is actually mm-hmm. the, the science doesn't prove that. It's actually the opposite. Mm-mm. It does actually help boost our own natural mm-hmm. uh, you know, abilities to, to make those chemicals, um, natural compounds as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, wow. Oh, and then I wanted to share one other really cool thing before we move like right into um, cannabinoids specifically. But so we have these CB1 and CB2 receptors. I just want to touch on these real quick. Um, so cannabinoid 1 receptors, cannabinoid 2 receptors, they're all over the body. You can look up where each one is or more concentrated. But I just want to make the real clear point to those that are sort of new to cannabis um, or maybe are still a little bit nervous about cannabis use, there are no cannabinoid receptors in the respiratory portion of the brain. So you're never, ever going to hear of a cannabis overdose because that, that doesn't exist. You can, there's no, you can flood your body and you can flood your receptors and you'll probably just go to sleep, mm-hmm. but you're never going to have an overdose mm-hmm. from cannabis use. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, some people may be concerned about that given, you know, concerns about quote-unquote drugs and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, causing people respiratory arrest and not being able to breathe. And mm-hmm. Yeah, because it does, it can make you very, very relaxed. So people might mm-hmm. take it to the, uh-oh, how, how relaxed am I going to get? Am I going to wake up? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Um, yeah, so, so share with, with us more about CBD and CBG. Great. So CBD stands for cannabidiol or cannabigerol, and that was a big cannabinoid for us to study because it's so prolific. And so... We're studying THC, but then we're seeing these minor, what we think are quote-unquote minor cannabinoids. Then we start looking at these hemp strains and being like, well, why is there so much more CBD in quote-unquote hemp, meaning um, an industrial product or industrial plant that is bred for fiber? Why does it have this CBD cannabinoid in it? And so then you go down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out you know, what is the use of that? And so I think most notably, um, there were some parents that had um, children with epilepsy and were sort of in desperation. And the Stanley brothers worked with a family specifically that made national news about a little girl who was four years old that had epileptic seizures to the point where she really couldn't function up to 100 mm-hmm. seizures a day. Mm-hmm. And found these Stanley brothers, they gave this compound of this, um, this extract that came from this hemp and bam, you know, not having seizures or significantly reducing her seizure capacity um, to the point where she can function like a regular four-year-old. And so, you know, that obviously turned a lot of heads of a lot of scientists trying to figure out why does this work the way that it does. Um, but we realized that it looks and feels the body can't recognize it differently, I guess, than an endogenous cannabinoid. And that was really, really useful and powerful for us in medicine. Um, and then we played around with THC, the psychoactive component, because we used to think that the THC was the only real showstopper of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started reducing that percentage and increasing the percentage of CBD, we started to find this thing called the entourage effect. And we realized that when we could reach this beautiful balance of CBD and THC and the entourage effect, we were able to reduce a whole host of issues that the humans face that are a result of an inflammatory response to the body. So long story short, CBD is the most prolific cannabinoid that we have studied and found in the cannabis plant, second THC, that has a non-psychoactive effect meaning it's not going to get you high, 
um, mm-hmm. and has these beautiful mimicking um, events of the endocannabinoid system. And the federal government decided, very sort of gray, but decided mm-hmm. that we could sell it and do some consumer experimentation on it. And turns out it's, you know, it's very, very, very popular to the point where I'm sure you're aware with, you know, supplements and so forth. I know in the supplement world, they say that CBD is unlike any supplement they have ever seen and ever will see in the history of supplements. (laughs) And maybe they said that about St. John's wort or melatonin, but I don't think so. (laughs) Well, I just see so many different uh, companies cropping up and, uh, you know, out of the woodwork. So, you know, I obviously have access to um, doctor-prescribed wholesale supplements that, that I've been using, you know, different companies for, and, and it almost seemed like, you know, every month there's a new company who's mm-hmm. making CBD gummies mm-hmm. and CBD this and CBD that. And, and um, so, so I think there, there's a lot of people very, very interested, consumers very, very interested in trying CBD. Uh, now, for them, the quandary is now what company do I choose? Like, how do I know mm-hmm. what's going to work and what's mm-hmm. not going to work and, you know, what's safe and what's proven and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want THC. Like, how, how, how are people supposed to figure all this stuff out? Yeah. Well, number one is what modality do you want to start with? You know, topicals are a great way to start. You know yourself, Karen, and your, your clients. Um, that, that medical balm, I mean, it's, it speaks for itself. It's, 250 milligrams in a two ounce tube and it looks like a deodorant and you roll it on and you don't have to rub it in and it just works like plain and simple CBD skin works. Um, So topicals are a really nice way to dip your toe in. It's only 2% absorption. So the likelihood that you're going to have an allergic reaction, at least internally is super low. You may have some contact dermatitis, you know, you might have a rash from whatever, you know, is in the product. Um, But topicals are really, really nice to dip your toe in. And if you're having muscle tension or headaches, you know, you can get some significant relief um, by using a high-quality, high-concentration topical. Um, So that's a big one. And then if you are going to, like, jump headfirst in and you're thinking you want something internal, so, like, you're going to use a gummy or you're going to take a tincture, you really, really, really need to look and see that they are testing. So what they say is in the product is actually, like what is on the label is actually in the product and that they're verifying that. And you want to know that because a lot of this stuff is not cheap. And you also want to know that because you want to know if there's THC in it or not. Um, But a big one, and this is just a high area of controversy that continues to linger in the industry, um, is purity. We don't have to prove that we are organic. We don't have to prove that we don't use um, pesticides, herbicides. Like that is not required for any company to verify that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you definitely want to pick the brands that show their test results easily. So like you go to our website and it's right on the top menu bar, lab results, boom. Go in there, type in the number that's on your bottle, corresponds to a potency and purity test, every single thing that we do. Like that should be easy to find. Um, if it's not easy to find on the website, but you can still find it, but it's buried in the website, like that's a red flag. Um, mm. if, if you, you know, if local consumption is, is important to you, you know, right now hemp is grown in all 50 states, CBD products are made in all 50 states. So if supporting a local agriculture is important to you, you know, you can really have a pick of the litter. There's some really great brands in pretty much every single state, depending on where you are. Um, another one, you know, is carrier oils. So a lot of companies use MCT oil or fractionated coconut oil. Right. 
we are one of the only companies, at least in the Northeast, definitely in Vermont, that use organic hemp seed oil. And I have a lot of friends who have a lot of dietary sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And like coconut oil, for some that have Crohn's or some that have um, like ulcerative colitis, like anything with coconut oil is like just makes it worse. And hemp seed oil, you know, if we – another big goal of ours was to have a completely made-in-Vermont product, and coconuts are just never going to grow in Vermont, at least hopefully (laughs) not in my lifetime. And um, hemp seed oil is just so well-tolerated. If you you have a nut allergy, you know, you can use hemp seed oil. We also love that hemp seed oil just way on before CBD is even put into it. It's also an anti-inflammatory. It's an Mm. anti – or it helps with – hormone, um, evening hormones and sugar, blood sugar. And so we just loved it. We loved the whole idea of using hemp seed oil. And so, yeah, that's a big one. Do you want MCT or is hemp seed oil important to you? Mm. Um, And then, you know, above and beyond that, you know, extraction method, you know, so if you're using a tincture, like how are they getting the compound out of the plant? Um, Because obviously it's a bud, it's a cola, it looks like a cannabis, like what you would smoke or see in a dispensary that's ground down and then made into and extracted the oil from it. So how do you want that to be extracted? Do you want it to be extracted with chemicals? Do you want it to be extracted with steam and pressure? Do you want it to be refined from oil all the way down into a powder, which is totally possible? I mean, these are all things that definitely complicate the issue, but I think those that are listening understand that whole plant medicine is the way to at least start. Um, and that's what we do. We use supercritical CO2 extraction, um, which is steam and heat and or heat and pressure, low heat and pressure, and um, it's solventless. So you get a really clean product and a really concentrated product. Um, and another thing that's a big arbiter for quality when it comes to extraction is that if you have flour, so pre-extraction flour, Mm-hmm. that is supposedly grown organically, you can test it to see if it has been grown organically, and a lot of times it has. But what's really sneaky is that when you can spray pesticides on hemp and through its flowering process, it biodegrades the pesticide. So unless you are highly concentrating that flower, you would never detect the pesticide. So supercritical CO2 extraction is another way to test the quality because you can't hide a pesticide once you've concentrated it, right? Like you're concentrating desired compounds, but you're concentrating undesired compounds too if if in fact that's what you're doing. So, you know, I I think using supercritical CO2, it doesn't have to be Elmer Mountain Therapeutics, but that is the gold standard for extraction, Mm -hmm. not only for its ability to concentrate, but also because you can use it as an arbiter for quality assurance. Oh, that part I didn't realize. That's very interesting. And, and is it true that um, there's some companies that will use like high heat, but this is low heat and that's better? Yeah. I mean, these cannabinoids found, these phytocannabinoids are delicate, you know, suppress or um, what's the word, um, exposed to high heat and prolonged heat and pressure just mm-hmm. degrades the compounds. And so, you know, here you think you're getting this highly concentrated product and you're you're not, Uh, which is another sort of unfortunate part about the business is because it's not regulated, um, there's a lot of stuff out there that's not even CBD, sadly. 
I heard that. I, there and was it, some uh, lab thing that came through, and um, I was familiar with some brands and not others. Uh, yours wasn't tested, unfortunately, but um, you know, as, as to compare. But it was like some had like significant amounts of THC in it, even though they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Others didn't have hardly any active component in there, mm-hmm. but at the cost, you would think they would be because it was so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I was really mm-hmm. shocked, like how unregulated, if you will. Um, the CBD industry, you know, uh, is to, to have all these different yeah. companies, some very well known, to not have active agreement ingredient or just not have pure or what they say they yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So again, you know, biggest takeaway: testing, 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 and is it easy to find? And then I always, you know, extend to people that you know this is such an early industry that if you are willing to be an advocate, like. We want you, you know, instead of just getting relief, like tell your friends, tell them what brands you love, tell them why you love them. Um, mission-driven brands are also, you know, they're out there supporting women-owned brands, supporting, um, you know, black, gay, LGBTQ. I mean, anything that you want to put on a checklist that's important to you that manifests itself in a brand, I guarantee it exists. Because, I mean, now four years into this industry, I mean, every demographic has been welcomed into the industry and we just want more and more women and more and more people under, you know, marginalized people to come into this industry who've been directly affected by the plant being illegal for so long. I mean, if there's anything that we can do to heal, it's, it's to make sure that everybody has a place in the industry. So mission matters. Um, The co-founders matter. Um, Is it venture backed? Is it not? Is it a small business? Is it a startup? Is it, you know, um, one that highlights things that are important to you because at least at EMT, you know, we have a real culture here. Like we are creating conscious cannabis consumers because we care about providing a safe space that encourages people to want to use cannabis and want to tell their friends about it and feel proud that they are using this brand and this is why. I mean, there's nothing more powerful than being armed with knowledge, right? And so a lot of people feel like it's important to provide that knowledge and a lot of people feel like it's just important to make money. And <laughs> uh, I, I think <laughs> right. it's important to, to do both, but I think it's very right. important um, to create that space where people feel confident in their decision for, for consuming. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, Ashley, maybe you can share your website and then what the different offerings are from Elmer Mountain. Sure. So it's emtcbd.com. You can check us out on Instagram, emtcbd as well. Um, We have some great sizes um, and concentrations of CBD tinctures. So if you're interested in starting with an internal, that's a great way to go. They're all oil-based, sublingual, um, so under the tongue and then swallowing. We don't use any flavoring. It sm- smells and tastes like where it comes from. Uh, we like to tell people that's the taste of efficacy. Um, it should. A high-quality CBD product <laughs> should taste like the plant. Um, and then we have some great balms. So we have these very simple seven ingredients or less organic handcrafted small batch um, CBD balms. And we the beeswax base, so you can roll it on. Um, because we have such a high concentration of receptors on the skin, you'll probably note that the concentration of these balms are low compared to like national brands. And we've time tested them and you don't need a lot of CBD because you've got five times more cannabinoid receptors on the skin than you do internally. Um, And it's a waste of money. You're flooding the receptors and then none of that other extra CBD that you're paying for and drives the price of the product. 
is going into your receptors. So um, story for another day. But, yeah, concentration of products. Um, we do not over-concentrate because I don't see the point. Um, and then we just launched a skincare line. And, again, highlighting the concentration, um, again, these are all small batch, super simple ingredients. You can pronounce them all. You can eat them all if you want to. <laughs> um, but they're meant for, meant for the skin. Um, and we just launched that. And each one of those products has between 25 and 50 milligrams per ounce. And, again, like, it comes down to the science. Um, we've tested these products, the topical products, before we brought them to the EMT brand, to a bunch of spas and resorts that we work with. Um, they've been on the market for almost two and a half years, and nobody complains that they don't work, and we only have 25 milligrams in them. So the proof is in the pudding. We're able to keep them very affordable. So all those skincare products um, are under $20, and um, – yeah. Um, we don't do smokables. So if you're like, what do you do there? And I don't do edibles, um, at least not underneath my brand. Um, for smoking, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not, you know, this is not a come down on anybody, but from a concentration standpoint and also flooding your receptors. So Karen, you talked earlier about how using CBD boosts your anandamide. When you're using a concentrate, like in a vape cartridge, and you're conveniently using it, four to six times a day that when you're triggered and your anxiety is happening, you flood your receptors. So 80% absorption is happening when you smoke, um, okay. smoke CBD. And then that flooding that happens metabolizes quickly because we know that smoking doesn't – it's the fastest absorption, but it's the quickest to, to metabolize. Uh. And it definitely shuts that ability down because you're flooding your system with such a high concentration at such a specific concentrated amount at that time that that can happen where oh. your body does not really – isn't really used to having an 80% or 100% concentrated product in their body and then having to do the work to metabolize it, it just, yeah, it doesn't compute. So it increases your tolerance, and then obviously you're going to want to smoke more, which we know, you know, lung health is, is number one right now. So um, just, a little, just a little quib there on, uh, on smoking. So we don't have a oh, smokable. Good to know. Sure. Right. And, and then the, um, I like to use the, uh, the facial one that you have for, I do fascia blasting and gua sha, on my face. Oh my and gosh, it's really gosh. handy for that. So tell us a little bit about your experience with, with the facial one. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it has six ingredients. Um, it also smells like where it comes from. So it has definitely herbal, floral, canna smell. Um, what's great is it's argon and hemp seed oil, so non-comedogenic. I'm 36, so my skin is definitely, you know, looking less... Um, less resilient as it once did, and so I need more moisturizing. And CBD for the skin, just like what it does internally. I mean, anything that is in dysregulation or fatigued, CBD just gives it an extra boost. So really, it's my favorite thing to add to, like, anybody's existing, like, face cream or their lotion. Um, you don't need a lot. It glides on, absorbs quickly. It's perfect with gua sha because it doesn't have any essential oils in it, so it's not very stimulating. And I know, you know, you don't want to do a lot of stimulating serums and gua sha because gua sha is so stimulating. Mm. So it really is a perfect complement to anybody who's using a roller or, or a gua sha board right now um, just to help, I guess, speed up that drainage, speed up that inflammatory response um, and counteracting it. Um, 
CBD is also great for um, reducing free radicals and combating against free radicals. The hemp seed oil is awesome because it's an omega, so it's a lot of great fatty acids to the face. Um, I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. It's so funny. Yeah, it like, sounds like that's one of your favorites. It's, well, it's just taken so long for people to, like, try it because it only has 25 milligrams in it. And I'm like, when are people going to realize that, you know, using it on your skin, I'm not trying to um, – I'm not trying to reduce your facial pain with 25 milligrams. I'm trying to balance your skin. And so, like, people, like, just don't understand. Like, they feel like they have to have 300 milligrams in a one-ounce serum. I'm like, you're just going to pay $100, but, like, it's not going to work any better. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah that's a it's really definitely one point. of my favorite products. Okay. And then yeah. is there – what about if someone goes to the massage therapist? Is there an oil they can use Ooh. for that? Yeah, yeah. So the body oils, um, it's a little bit different um, recipe for the base, but same thing, 25 milligrams. We have an unscented, and then we have one with very light lavender scent and one with like a rose scent. Um, And those, I can say, um, we've had in many resorts and spas um, in the Northeast, and what everybody says about it is that it just prolongs the effect of the massage. So the massage and the moving the fascia and, like, moving the fluid around, like, obviously the massage therapist and practitioner is doing, you know, the heavy lifting. It's just when you want that feeling post-massage to last, a CBD-infused massage really can, can do that for you. So um, highly recommend. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So the, so the carrier oil is, is uh, okay enough for the massage? Because I know some oils are either too slippery, not slippery enough, blah, 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 you know, for a massage. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And um, we sell them in the one ounce because that's like what you would use if you were doing like a full body massage and you still have about a third of the oil left. So if Mm -hmm. there's one area in particular of your body you want to kind of reuse it on, you can. Um, But no, we've had zero complaints about it staining sheets. Um, The unscented and the face serum are also really great personal lubricants. So we have a lot of clients who are 60 and older going through menopause and it's been such a – such an eye-opening experience to see, you know, that there's really no limitations to what we can use this product for. Ooh, yeah. So it sounds like it's very safe to be used as a personal lubricant. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Nice. That's great. Now, go back a little bit and, um, because I think one of the newer products is the CBG plus CBD product. So what's the difference and how would one choose between one product and the next? Sure. Um, so CBG stands for cannabigerol. So CBD, cannabidiol, CBG, cannabigerol, another phytocannabinoid, another non-psychoactive cannabinoid, so very similar to CBD, although some folks say that CBD during the day can make them a little groggy, where CBD or CBG does not. Um, we definitely encourage people to look for a full-spectrum CBG product, the one that also has THC in it under 0.3%, um, mm-hmm. just like our CBD product does. Um, but CBG is the very first cannabinoid that is formed in the cannabis plant when it's being grown. And so we call it the mother cannabinoid or the stem cell of the cannabis plant Mm -hmm. because everything that we love about the plant starts out as CBG. That being said, at a certain part of the life cycle of the plant, it converts. 
to CBG or CBDA and THDA, which is the acid form of the compounds that we know and love. Um, and so it's not super easy to find because you either have to harvest the plant early for the specific purpose of the CBG cannabinoid, or you have to grow a lot of CBG low percentage plants and then concentrate it to make it into a high concentration. So it's elusive, um, to ah. say the least. And when it was first approached, when it was first, you know, talked about to, to me, um, it was mostly coming from the West Coast, and it was a lot of, like, hype. It's the new thing. It's the next best CBD thing on the market. And I didn't believe any of it. Um, and in fact, our lab had access to a crop. They weren't even really looking for CBG, but stumbled upon it um, in one of the crops that we, we work with or one of the farms we work with. And I had it in my fridge for like a month because I like didn't have a reason to use a different cannabinoid. I was really happy with my entourage effect using CBD and THC um, every day, felt great, really wasn't looking for like a new relationship here. And then... <laughs> No, I mean, I was happy. I think everybody, you know, you said it, forget That's it. If it works, fine. why change it? And so um, then COVID happened. And mm. I don't know if anybody was, like, really prepared for the prolonged stress and chronic effects of that stress. I was not. Mm. Um, and so what was working for me with my CBD and my THC tinctures for sleep and focus during the day, like, wasn't working. So I was like, okay, well, if the CBG thing is as great as everybody says it is, like, I'm gonna, this is the ultimate test to really see what it can do. Um, and for those of you who use CBG for sleep, for me, my experience is that you take your CBG 30 minutes before bed, you're laying down, you're in your head, you feel your body, your head starting to move into your body, your mind is quieting, and then you fall asleep. So that's my experience with, with CBD for sleep. Mm. CBG, I took it the same amount, so I took 25 milligrams of CBG, just like I would take 25 milligrams of CBD, and I, like, blinked, and it was morning. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, for something that's not that supposed to make you sleepy during the day, that sounds weird that exactly. it would help with sleep that way. Exactly. Like, no, no, I was alarmed. I was alarmed. Um, and um, that's, another, you know, that's a really important thing that you just bring up, that, that it can be a stimulant during the day and a relaxer during the night. That it goes back is the endocannabinoid system. It follows our natural circadian rhythm. Mm. And so that's why CBD, again, it supports the endocannabinoid system so that you are on that rhythm. And it helps stimulate when it needs to, you to be awake during the day and it helps you relax when you want to be falling asleep in the night. It's, it's bonkers. Anywho, so CBG does the same thing. Um, in my opinion, it does it better. And then I really want to just drive home that this is going to pass. This level of stress is going to pass. I don't believe that CBG is going to be something that I'm going to need forever, but I do see a benefit to those who are experiencing more severe endocannabinoid deficiencies. So those that are going through menopause, if you're going through cancer treatment, like things that are we know totally upset every part of our system when we go through them, that's who I would recommend CBG for. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that CBD isn't going to help significantly. I just think that CBG is a much stronger cannabinoid for people who are experiencing more chronic, more advanced levels of stress and endocannabinoid deficiency. Awesome. And we can back, back that up in research, too. I mean, if you really want to get nerdy, I can, like, go down a little bit of rabbit holes about where what they've studied specifically for CBG that really like 
totally is not anything that CBD can claim to be. Um, yeah, or I at least a few have of not seen CBD claims. Yeah, yeah. So um, a big one. We know that the cannabis plant has cannabinoids and has terpenes that have an antibacterial effect, right? If anybody was out there saw CBD hand sanitizer. I, whatever. I don't agree with it, but, like, I understand the logic because it is an antibacterial, natural antibacterial. But what is very different between CBG and CBD is that CBG is highly, highly antiviral to um, – and antibacterial, excuse me, to MRSA, the methylene-resistant streptococcus mutant, like the bad one. The bad one that we see in all these long-term facilities, we see in many hospitals, um, so much so that this repeatable study has been done now in multiple countries where concentrated CBG in um, like the Petri dish that is knownly affected with MRSA performed as good, if not better and faster than vancomycin. Wow. So in 30 minutes, it had eradicated the MRSA when vancomycin, it was like 45 up to 50 oh minutes. Oh, my gosh. That's so, incredible. again, it's just another one of those things. Of, of course the cannabis plant does that. You know, like I, anytime I see stuff like this, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Of course right. it does that. But <laughs> that, that could be highly, highly useful for us people. Like, yes, we see that we want to use it for balancing the endocannabinoid system, but if we could use a concentrated CBG as a new anti-bacterial, a uh, antibacterial, I mean, why, or an antibiotic, why wouldn't we use that? We know MRSA is so hard to treat. We know that vancomycin is the, really one of the only things that we have to kill MRSA. Mm. All the other broad-spectrum antibiotics don't kill it. Why wouldn't we explore, you know, when vancomycin is obsolete, you got CBG. Like, it's amazing mm. to me. Yeah, um, so that's actually, a big one. My sister-in-law literally just went through that, and um, I mean, I did energy healing on her uh, with her permission, of course, you know, uh, on the mm-hmm. side. But I was really, really worried. I mean, she had this big, huge swelling on the side yeah. of her. She was in the hospital, and she said it's you know MRSA, and I went, <clears throat> right? My heart skipped. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she's okay now, but <laughs> it was kind of scary. Or for even wound healing, like. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, I have to say, I mean, you have to go digging for this stuff. But once you do, you're like, oh, my goodness. Um, And then we know that CBD is an antispasmatic. We know that it helps with seizures. And we know that it helps with irritable bowel syndrome. And we know that it helps um, with cancer growth and shrinking cancer tumors. We know all of that with CBD. CBG is just doing it better, faster. So, like, where there was hype, and I was, like, kind of, like, put off by the whole idea of CBD, like, they're definitely, you know, again, if you are in a more severe situation where your body is requiring more help in fighting whatever it is that is happening with your body, like CBG is probably where I would start. Now, I understand that just trying to understand what the endocannabinoid system is, just trying to wrap your brain around what the entourage effect is, throwing another element in here <laughs> um, is probably like, yeah, it just, you know, it, it's more than anybody can bear. So, you know, for the brand new user, I would say probably, you know, going with a topical CBD product is a great way to start. CBG is probably not going to be your entry point unless you have a strong recommendation from a healthcare provider you trust like or a friend or loved one that you trust. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, who can listen to what you're experiencing and be like, this is what you should start with. Don't worry about CBD right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, is, there, is, there, is there any contraindications to people using either CBD or CBG, like age groups or illnesses, people that should avoid it? 
Um, great question. So um, in medicine, we're always looking for, like, if there is a positive, there's got to be equal negative. So all cannabis, so not just CBD, not just THC, like if you're smoking cannabis for recreational and medical use, um, that compound, so CBD, THC, anything that's coming from the cannabis plant, um, those compounds are digested through the liver. And there's a liver enzyme called cytokine P450. And that particular enzyme, as many of you know, is responsible for metabolizing like 99.9% of anything that you put in your body. That being said, cannabis slows down the effect of cytokine P450, meaning if you are someone who is already taking Zoloft 20 milligrams, also consuming cannabis on a regular basis, it reduces or it prolongs the effect of that pharmaceutical in your blood because cannabis reduces the function of cytokine P450 liver enzyme. So is that a contraindication? No, it just means that you need to cut your dose of Zoloft to 10 milligrams instead of 20 milligrams, and you'll have the same effect if you're going to also use, continuously use a CBD product or a cannabis product. Mm, okay. Do you want me to break any of that down, or was all that, did all that make sense? That's really, yeah, that's really clear. So if someone is not taking pharmaceutical medications, then um, is there like an age limit, like how young or how old? To, to start so in the state of Vermont, yeah. So again, I mean, kind of talking about this chronic stress, I mean, I know lots of kids that experience anxiety. I know lots of kids that are experiencing endocannabinoid deficiency because of poor diet, genetic mm-hmm. factors, um, stress. And those are the ones that I see, you know, a drop or two have the best results and fastest results. Like I'm just always amazed every time that that happens. Um, So no, there is no age limit, at least in the state of Vermont, you do need to check that as far as purchasing the product. Um, But no, no, there's no one too old. The endocannabinoid system is not immune to age in any way, shape or form. And if, if anything, as we know, our systems don't work as efficiently and as properly when we're, you know, in our ninth decade as it did when we were in our second decade. So, um, if anything, it's something that I think we will see as like a daily supplement, you know, vitamin category um, because of its ability to work with our systems through all the decades. Ah, uh, okay, I understand. Well, one of the questions may be a little controversial. Uh, is that um, you know, there, there's a friend of mine who was touting the benefits of uh, nano-sized or nano CBD, um, mm-hmm. and uh, she gave me a squirt. Um, at first of all, I don't like the taste because it tastes like weird orange peel. But, um, and I was like, okay, I didn't really feel anything, but, you know, I was like, um, look, and then, oh, look at the data and, you know, look how it's better absorbed. And I think uh, that, that the famous, um, I'm sure you know who this um, actor, Cheech and Chong, one of those guys, you know, was like, stop mm-hmm. taking your CBD, take this instead, right? And it's all about this nano-sized mm-hmm. CBD. So I just wanted you to comment about that. Is that really true? Is it better because it's better absorbed and because it's got this whatever liposomal blah, 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 you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, water, mm-hmm. Makes it water-soluble, supposedly, to make, make right. it a little bit better. Right. Um, you know, how do I answer this? Um, I am a huge fan of what works and time-tested works. And we know oil tinctures help pass through the blood-brain barrier 
quickly. Like we know, you know, that can happen in 12 minutes. Mm. I don't really believe, you know, and some could say, but like I don't really believe that breaking the molecule up even smaller is going to make it be absorbed faster because we're still having to go through the mucosa or still having to go through the digestive process that like I don't see I have not seen significant evidence to suggest that nano is superior in any way, shape, or form. I also want everyone to be very clear that when you use the word nano and you're using that up against the word whole plant, you're breaking down the compound. Like it's not really meant to be in a powder form. It's meant to be in its oily, (laughs) fat-soluble form. It's not really meant to then be – fractionated down to water soluble that's not it's an oil it's not it's not a sugar it's not a water it's an oil um and i just believe in the more that you fractionate any compound coming from plants um the more risk there is to um decreasing its benefits so you know to say one's better than the other like you said i mean karen you're super familiar with our product and you try to squirt of that and i don't know what the equivalent was for the amount of milligrams of cbd they're claiming to have in the squirt, but like the proof is in, you know, what does your body prefer? Does it prefer an isolate version, meaning you're taking the plant and bringing it all the way down to a powder form and taking the one piece of the plant that you are deeming efficacious? Or do you think that there's a benefit to having all of the flavonoids and the terpenes and the oil and the CBD and the THC um, that's doing other things to the body that we don't even know because we haven't even studied that yet? Mm. Um, so that was a really, that was a really long answer, but I guess like anything really, really new like that in this industry, like, yeah, I would be wary. Everyone's just trying to like be bigger, better, brighter, stronger. And, you know, again, like an effective dose, you know, if we're going to talk about, you know, how, what kind of things, what kind of doses should people take, you know, what kind of benefits are there, like going low and slow. I mean, only you are going to be able to see intuitively and feel intuitively what your body likes sometimes 10 milligrams is all you need sometimes you do need 25 milligrams or more um i don't think using a nano product that's highly concentrated is the best way to go um Mm. i think low and slow is the best way to go Mm. yeah that's interesting i think they they were touting some sort of uh i think a blood test showing increased blood uh, amounts of CBD or something. Um, sorry, don't quote me on that because I can't remember the the flyer. <laughs> but if something like that, I mean, you know, if someone's just looking mm-hmm. at the nerdy left brain part of it, it's like, oh, that sounds good. You know, like, oh, that sounds good because that increases in your blood faster. You know, but what I hear what you're saying as well is is for you know, there's a lot of things that we haven't even known how to study as far as the holistic nature of of plants and the um, mm-hmm. the benefits of these different parts of the plants with each other. And what happens is when we isolate it, like in a supplement, for example, um, mm-hmm. or, even, or even in Western medication, is sometimes we lose the efficacy of the whole plant mm-hmm. because we didn't know one thing was synergistic with another part and we got rid of that other part mm-hmm. because we didn't think it was important. <laughs> so I get that. Exactly. Whole, yeah, that, that holistic uh, part. And yeah, so for, for me, it just... Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it, it didn't, uh, quote, unquote, work for me or resonate with me. And uh, my husband, who's, of course, the, you know, he, he's like the, <laughs> I'm, I'm the, uh, you know, the, the one that can really go, you know. Um, and he was like, ah. <laughs> he was mm. like, ah, that tasted awful. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of tastes uh, kind of like they're trying to make it taste good. <laughs> I don't know. 
So I'm not trying right? to make fun of another brand. Sorry, guys. I just that didn't come out right. No, but, but what know. are they hiding? What are they hiding that they have to flavor it too? Like that should be a little flag for people, you know? I don't know. And it was really expensive. Mm. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. it was up there. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you're paying for all, I guess, all that technology or marketing or something. But um, I, I just, I was like, you know what? It works for you. I said to my friend, it works for you. Awesome. You know? Awesome. Yeah. You know, keep going. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, I just, it just didn't really do anything for me, but thanks anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk a little about, I want before we go, um, is say your website again, and then I would love a couple of stories, like your favorite stories from, from any of your customers. Sure. Um, so anybody can check out our website. It's emtcbd.com, our Instagram, and all of our social handles at emtcbd. Um, definitely want to encourage you all to check out my TED Talk, Cannabis, A Future Without Stigma. Um, we'll let you know a little bit more about my true passions about um, and motives for this industry. Um, but yeah, I'm just, again, Karen, I'm so honored to be on the show, and it's just such a pleasure. This was so fun. Super, super fun. Yeah, I'm so glad we were able to get together. Um, so yeah, favorite stories. Um, I think they, a lot of them come from frontline healthcare workers who have used my product before um, and so understand, you know, the light, the daily stress of being healthcare providers. Mm. And then obviously in the midst of this experience, you know, many of them were having the same issues um, of not sleeping. Then they were taking more CBD and then, you know, the THC was starting to have a cumulative effect that was keeping them up because they thought more equals better. And then, you know, the CBG came out and that really, um, I've given a lot of bottles away, I guess, to a lot of health front <laughs> healthcare Aww, providers nice. who I just Thank know, you. you know, no need extra support. So I think mm. that's been a big one most currently. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, when it start when I started the business, really, like listening to these women talking about how they were living the way they were living and thinking that that was normal and that they should just like endure endocannabinoid deficiency, like that they like didn't deserve to sleep and didn't deserve to feel calm and at peace during the day. And like, that was very heartbreaking. And I, I mean, I still hear that story probably, you know, at least once a week and it's just still so heartbreaking to understand that people think that, um, ignoring that intuition um, is a good idea or, or they just have never ever been able to like listen, you know, it's, 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 it's one that continues to resonate with me and lets me know that what I'm doing is making a difference and I'm really helping people. You know, the federal government yeah. still thinks what I'm doing is illegal, but I know in my heart of hearts, I don't, I don't really care. That's never something that, that prevents me from wanting to trudge on and, and make, um, make the word of CBD more well known. Um, and I think, yeah, um, gosh, mm. I mean, I have so many, like people with Parkinson's or people who had re- hip replacements that used the product um, and then weaned off of their opioids, people wow. who, you know, were in desperation with their daughters because they were worried they were going to overdose and got her on a pretty, you know, significant regimen of CBD and therapy and, you know, those success stories where, you don't need to use pharmaceuticals to feel better um, has really been just incredible. Um, people changing their whole lifestyles, you know, people 
who got some healing from CBD that allowed them to even start the process of self-awareness and start the process of understanding Mm. why they do what they do. And, you know, I mean, gosh, you know, I don't want to say they all blend together now, but, um, yeah, I mean, these stories stories. are just not, they're not, they're not few and far between. I mean, it's just every day is just feeling like Mm. we're changing people's lives and, and they are, they're changing their lives. I'm just a messenger. I don't take any credit for it. It's all, it's mother cannabis that's doing the work, but, um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, there, it's just endless. I mean, you you ask me, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you a name. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Well, well, I just want to share a couple of stories from from my neck of the woods. Um, you know, I I made these CBD gummies, and it was uh, the you know the first time I made them, so I made the mistake of putting the CBD too late, and so it was a little oily on the outside. The second batch was much better, but anyway, so I gave them to um, some young friends of mine, and she happened to go to um, you know her parents' house. Uh, in another state, and I think, I can't remember whether it was her grandmother or mother, anyway, but one of them was having sleep issues, and then she texted me, she says, uh, we need your CBD gummy recipe, I'm like, okay, she goes, yeah, you know, my, whoever it was, my grandmother, my mother, you know, took it, and she said she slept really well that night, and so she absolutely wants to know what you have in there, right, I'm like, okay, you know, so I gave her the, the recipe, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, my, my husband has been, uh, gosh, I don't know how many years, He's been off um, marijuana now, but he, it got to the point in the past where it was an addiction, unfortunately. Mm. And so it was interfering with uh, the quality of our relationship. And so when he finally, you know, quit that, I knew, you know, as a medical doctor that, you know, there's probably some imbalances, you know, in that system and mm-hmm. definitely dopamine and things like that. And he's not a big supplement mm-hmm. person. And, you know, so, um, so trying to get him to take a supplement was like, you know, pulling teeth. So I was like, okay, I just forget it. So when he liked, you know, this, this, your CBD, you know, in this chocolate, I was like, Oh, okay. So I thought, okay, I, I was, I, I have to be honest, I was a little scared, okay, that he might be mm-hmm. quote unquote, addicted to the CBD, because I didn't know mm-hmm. much about it, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. It's not something we learned in medical school. And so when we started taking it, um, so I was just watching, you know, watching and waiting to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. He really, really liked it and, um, and how it made him feel. And he goes, are you sure there's no THC in this? I said, well, there's probably tiny. Mm. There's not, you know, like you look at the mm-hmm. data, it's not like, you know, tons. And he goes, mm-hmm. I really like this. I really like. And then I thought, okay, is he going to be addicted to it? But then he was testing himself and he was like, you know, there were mm-hmm. some days I didn't use it. And then there's a day that I realized that I don't need it. I don't crave it like I did, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the marijuana. And so it's just, mm-hmm. you know, a wonderful supplement. And I don't have to push him to take it, you know, <laughs> unlike some of the mm-hmm. other things I tried to do in the past. And so I just, uh, I'm just so grateful that, you know, there, that, that, that craving that it was like, if you stop cold turkey marijuana, there's, there's still parts of that body that goes, I want to crave, like, I want that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, no, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I'm not supposed to have it because it's not really good for me and I got addicted, but that physiologically there's still that craving. And I think that the mm-hmm. CBD helps to kind of balance that system um, so that he just overall, you know, doesn't even crave it. So, which is really mm-hmm. cool. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, and people always ask me too, like, how long does it take to take effect? Like, do you need to take it for a while to build up in your system? And I'm like, you know, and you know this of, of your clients who have tried it and given their own personal testimonials that if you're using a high quality, high concentrated product, like our tincture, for instance, like mm-hmm. one dose, you should feel a difference like that. You know, your husband tried that one um, right. CBD infused heart. And right. yeah, I mean, that was one experience one time. And 
you know, you should feel something 12 to 30 minutes after you take it. And if, if you don't, you should probably take a little bit more. Um, I mean, I'm speaking specifically for my product of like going low and slow. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're not feeling anything, <laughs> chances, and, let, and if you have, if you're the Dalai Lama or you have like a super balanced endocannabinoid system and you're just taking it for fun, probably not going to feel a difference. But if you're somebody who has even a little teensy bit of dysregulation in your body, like you will feel a difference in that grounding effect if it's a high concentrated, high quality product. So it doesn't yeah. need to be concentrated in the system. It doesn't need to build up. Like people always ask me, you know, how will I know how much to take? I say, well, within three days with playing around with doses, you'll find it. And ah, yeah. That's great advice. It's great. And it's funny because uh, uh, honestly, you know, my husband takes it more, much more often regularly than I do. Um, and the funny thing is, is when I first checked the first dose, I felt all this vibe in my body. And I was mm. like, oh, okay. So it was like my body goes, oh, memorize that, right? That's the feeling. Yes. So I could You know what that was? <laughs> what is that? That, that was your, that, that's your anandamide. That's your anandamide. <laughs> like everybody was like that first time that people take it and they're like, I didn't feel high, but I felt like high. And I was like, yeah, that's your bliss molecule. Hello. Yeah, the vibe, <laughs> the vibe in the body, the vibration in the body being fully embodied, mm. you know, which is very mm. like awesome. And um, the funny thing is I've, I've taken like once <laughs> like an edible uh, with THC mm-hmm. and I didn't really like it that much. I mean, I think I tripped over myself and that was about it. You know, I wasn't all that like, what's so great about yeah. this? I don't get see what, what's so mm-hmm. great about this. But with your, the CBD product, the first time <laughs> I was vibing. And the interesting thing was, I, I don't know, intuitively, I said to myself, memorize that. So now I can mm. actually reproduce it at will. Mm, which is super yes. Cool. <laughs> yes. Which is super And that's cool. your perfect dose. That's your perfect dose right there. What that, what, yeah. what got you to that point that's your perfect dose. Um, yeah. and yeah, I'm that's, an extra strength so kind of cool. gal. I I was like, yeah, I was like if you're going to try something for the first time, like I want it to work. But like I said, I mean sometimes 25 milligrams, like that's too much for some people. It's usually the right amount for just about everybody. But if you're somebody who, like, you talk about being really sensitive, if you're somebody who's really, really sensitive, I would probably do, like, five drops. And, again, customizing like this, if you have questions, please email me. Um, you can find all of our stuff, you know, contacting me through the website. Um, it's just info at emtcbd.com. But we answer hundreds of questions like this oh, every day, all day, of walking people through using cannabis safely. Even if you don't end up using Elmer Mountain, at least we can help you become a conscious consumer. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So just to reiterate, the uh, website is emtcbd.com, and then um, there's a contact page, and you can see all the different products there. And um, Ashley, it's been such a pleasure interviewing you today and, and learning so much. <laughs> I love learning. It's an so honor, much. Karen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Ashley. Thanks, everyone, for listening in to Light Warrior Radio. Until next time, lots of love. Bye for now.